0: Hello, hello, dear starshines, Christina here with Lightbody Academy, welcome to today's lunchtime chats. Uh, For those of you who are new, my name is Christina, and I'm an acceleration expert, and we are here to talk about those topics and issues that are significant for us starseeds, wayshowers, and new paradigm visionaries. We have perceptions and, and uh, capacities that our larger human family don't embrace. So therefore, we have very unique aspects in our awareness um, that's going on with today's challenges. So I am here to give, to the best of my ability, a uh, liberative perspective to those pieces. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, if everybody can, I'll pause for a moment and let folks uh, get on get online, say hello, let me know you're here. Uh, we have some interesting things to talk about today. Now, um, you guys may notice that maybe you're getting hit pretty hard by the retrograde going on. Um, I, I actually want to talk about that a little bit and how potentially things can go more smoothly. Um, and that potentially, you know, these breakdowns that are going on, you um, are, are energies that haven't been expressed and therefore are coming out in chaotic ways. So, so I want to talk about the um, the Mercury retrograde stuff. And then uh, let's see, there's a few other things here. I have a whole bunch of things on my list. Holy moly! Um, yeah. Um, th- so, dear Starshine, here, let me post the link to it right now. A dear Starshine um, named Sky, her handle starts with uh, Sky, posted a video in our Rise group. And this video was very interesting. It echoes a lot of the things that I have been talking about for many years for years and years and years and years and years. It talks about the hijacking of star seeds, the different narratives that that um, distract us from the truth of what really is, um, the nature of the matrix being reversed and reverted, inverted and and all this stuff. and and uh, the comment that she made was uh, she doesn't like sh- the the um, she doesn't resonate with the Narrative of of splitting Earth, like Earth splitting into two, and those who are awake are going to go off happily ever after, and one version of Earth, and those who are asleep or choosing to stay within the control matrix are in another version of Earth, right? So, um, and I agree with that, and I want to talk about that a little bit more because I feel like. I feel like now that we're really in it, like we're really we're in the time of the transition that um, it's easier to see how in the past we that perception is um, can be seen in that way. But also I want to make some refinements So so now that we have a much more uh, robust understanding of multidimensionality, we can we can pick out the truth within the distortions um, in regards to that narrative. Because that's a narrative that I've spoken out against for a long, long time and, and made very unpopular because of it, because <laughs> a lot of people um, actually prayed for the split to happen. Like, you know, they wanted only people who were worthy, deserving to uh, move forward in, in the timeline of New Earth and stuff like this. And, and so I think this is an important thing for us to revisit because now we can revisit in a whole nother way hello dear sister Polly thank you for being here hello Tony good to see you hi Carol hey Joanne lots of love to you guys Um, thank you for being here Um, let's see what else is it that we need to talk about yes healing thyself so um, I want to talk about this because I think there is a confusion that People have, especially star seeds, young star seeds. Okay, the older ones, the ones that've been around for a while, like you know, those of us who've been around for several decades doing this work, <laughs> versus those who only been on this planet for a few decades. You know, I, I think that this is not just doesn't plague our demographic as much as it does the younger star seeds, and that's because we had to do our work even to just to get to the place of awakening to ourselves on these levels. You know what I mean? We we like really had to push through a lot of density, a lot of, a lot of darkness. And when I say darkness, I'm not talking about good and evil. When I say darkness, I'm talking about lack of awareness, right? Lack of, consciousness so um we had to push through a lot of dark stuff even to awaken to the levels that we've awoke to right and these younger generation star seeds didn't have that a lot of them are being born awake so um so they are um not as anchored into this part of the true part that i'm talking about the importance of healing thyself okay uh so so these are the things that i want to talk about let me know how you're how you're feeling today uh the energies are pretty intense um and i mean i'm talking far beyond the retrograde as you guys can see i'm not my usual spot in my um rv (laughs) so it turns out that all of a sudden my internet situation that i had going all of a sudden doesn't work anymore it's completely kaput so i had to find a new location and uh and, and here's something about flexibility, right? I was thinking, oh man, this this whole internet thing's not working what am I going to do? And then I'm thinking, Oh, you know, I can hike up to this hill and, and I'll probably get good reception at the top of the hill and then a great view. And, you know, I kind of like start romanticizing that whole thing. And then um, I start to go in that direction, but then, you know, I'm in the desert and it's windy. I mean like really windy. <laughs> Where, So it's like, well, you can't really, I can't do this when there's a lot of wind. So, um, so I ended up having to go to plan B plan C plan D plan B. Plan F, which is this plan right here, where I'm in a storage shed <laughs> on the property um, near some Wi-Fi. So the, um, the Wi-Fi doesn't permeate through the whole park; only certain areas of the park has Wi-Fi, and uh, and this is where I ended up. So um, uh, perhaps a um, a bow to the importance of being flexible and being able to improvise, right? And I feel like you know the, this. These coming times that there's going to be a lot of us being challenged with to be flexible, to improvise, and just keep rolling with it. Just keep rolling with it. Roll with the flow. Just keep rolling with it. And you know the, the benefit of this, the benefit of being able to do this, is helping us step out of the paradigm of control and domination. Now. I feel like domination is what happens with too much control, like overbearing control turns into domination, right? But um, I think a lot of us, especially those who have been around on this planet for a while, we have a certain level of comfort with knowing what we're in control of, right? We have a certain comfort in mastering control of things. And um, in this refinement, this piece that I'm talking about, I think is is, uh, pushing on that. So where have we... Overstepped in our control. Where are we too controlling and not allowing a flow, of miracle, of um, something better, something happening beyond what we imagine possible? Okay. So uh, this 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 conversion to from old paradigm to new is for us all, and it really doesn't matter how long you've been doing your work. It doesn't matter how evolved we perceive ourselves to be, or awake, or not awake, or whatever. It doesn't matter. We're all in the same boat going through the same ride. You, you know what I mean? So, and this is where healing thyself is a huge, huge component to this ride. Okay. It's not about healing others. It's not about fixing others. It's not about being a healer. It's not about being a leader. It's not about being any of these roles that we might find ourselves in, being a parent, being a lover, being a wife, being being a boss, being a this, being a that. None of, that, none of those roles is really Um, what it's about, what it's about is correcting the distortions and reversals that are alive inside of us, that are alive inside of our bodies, okay, like the unworthiness program, that's a huge piece, right, the unworthiness program is something that most of humanity is afflicted with, because this is not only a personal wounding that's happened over and over again, but it's an interdimensional inception that's been going on this planet for many, many years, Beyond centuries, beyond millennia, it's been going on for hundreds of thousands of years, okay? So this awakening is a really big deal because so many of these cycles that, have, that we've been playing with and experimenting with are coming to a close. And usually, from, from the information I've touched before, is that usually you know, the, the population is, is ended, wiped out, and then it gets re- restarted, reseeded, with the new paradigm frequencies. But this time, but this time what's happening is that the population is staying in the the realm of Pachamama while she makes this transition. So in some ways, this is an opportunity of of, uh, an infinite lifetime (laughs) to experience this transition. But for us who we think we are in a body with an ego driver, this is something that really is a monumental challenge because everything that we've been trained to think to be so is not actually how it is, right? And that is very frustrating. So this flexibility that we're being forced to learn is something that is becoming an asset. And this healing thyself piece this is huge because, in order for us to let go of those controls, in order for us to really let go and surrender into things, there's a lot of healing we have to do inside of ourselves. Healing our heart, healing our wounds, our abandonment, our heartbreak, you know, stuff like this. And some people may allude to, you know, healing thyself is very egocentric, is a very self centered thing to do. Um, and in and, and certain perspectives, that could be seen this way, um, especially when you're not aware of the multidimensional reality that we are all connected. In the multidimensional reality that, that is so, we are, com- we are so intricately connected that when one person wakes up out of something or one person decodes a wounding or decodes something and busts out of the, a certain level of mind control in the matrix, once one person does that, they are now holding the encodements inside of their very being, radiating it out. And that radiate, how it radiates out, will make contact with anybody else who is a magnetic match for that. So by you dedicating yourself to healing, your personal healing journey, you constantly exploring who you are, discovering who you are through these healing processes, This is how you serve others. This is how you help others find their path out of the matrix as well, okay? Because the matrix is held in place through our wounding, through programs, through reversals and inversions of the actual reality that is. So as you wake up out of that, you carry the encodement and that spreads. So when you are the other benefit to healing thyself and really having a dedicated path for that, this, um, the, the other um, advantage of this is, is that you can flip the script. You can flip, flip the script more easily. And what I mean by that is that you can change the story. So our wounding stories, right? And I can speak from my own experience. My wound, The wounding stories for me include things like, they did this to me. <laughs> this and this happened to me. You see what I mean? That, and that, and that is against me or rejecting me or hurting me or aiming at me or attacking me. Okay. You see what I mean? So when, as you heal, as we all heal, our lenses open up and we can see things in a more multidimensional level. And when we're allowing that multidimensional reality inform our here and now reality, we can flip the script so much easier. We can flip the script by saying, oh my gosh, actually, no, this isn't done to me at all. And then you can choose with your awareness, a different relationship to the event. And I find this to be a very, very empowering thing, because now things aren't they don't need to be taken personally. Now things can, I can see things more of like, oh, okay, we're having very different experiences. Oh, okay, I am in this mode while the other, other folks that I'm with might be in this mode. And it's not, you know, there's no blame to be had. It's more about communication. It's more about understanding that we are and where our experiences overlap is where we share with each other. And we can share each, share. the more we share with total truth, uh, truth and honesty to the best of our ability, the more we share with each other in these zones that overlap, this is how we discover ourselves. This is how we discover who we are in a moment because we are not who we think we are. That's the trap. You know, like someone says, oh, well, you're so selfish. You never think about me. You only think about yourself and this, this, and this, and they have all these things to cite, right? Um And then maybe that's a shock to you. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. They don't know who I am because I always spend time doing this and I always spend time caring about others. And I always spend, you you see what I mean? You ever get into that loop? That is who you think you are. That's not who you really are. You see what I mean? The who you think you are are the stories that you tell yourself to define you versus if someone says this, this and this, right? And, And you guys show up in the zone like this Now you can discover a whole nother thing you didn't know about who you are. Maybe it's in how you talk or maybe it's in how you receive something that's said. Maybe it's a realization that you do something you didn't know that you do. I had that recently myself where, um, oh, my gosh, it's so funny, guys. (laughs) And I I still laugh about it because it was so like, oh. So I'm out to I'm out to dinner with some friends, yeah, and I'll, I'll totally get to those comments in a minute. I was out to dinner with some friends, and uh, we kind of like talk and trigger each other, and then talk each other through our triggers. You know, it's kind of that's kind of like the little game that we play, um, because it's interesting. It's you know it's more interesting than just talking about the weather or, you know, the the stuff of the the drama of the 4D of the of the collective. Anyway, so. One person was pointing out that I was getting really edgy about something and I was like, I was, ah, you know, and I'm like, really? And then my friend who's known me for a really long time and she's like, oh, you're always like that. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, Oh, no, she said, you've always been like that. And I looked at her and I'm like, oh, you know, like, what do you mean I'm always like that? You know, I was like, I quite literally was completely blind to a behavior that evidently I did a lot, completely blind to it. In the moment, I'm just like, you know, (laughs) and then the very next day, the universe in its humor and all of its wisdom unfolded the perfect scenario. I mean, unfolded it so perfectly and with such preciseness and humor that um, I realized, oh, my gosh, they were totally right. <laughs> they were totally right. And I was, I was being really edgy, though I, I didn't realize that I was. I didn't realize that I was being, z- 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 you know, it took them in their willingness to be honest, their willingness to speak the truth as they see it, you know, not as an authority, but, hey, this is the truth as I see it right now right to say to say those things to me and then i can take it in and if i'm really being honest with myself i have an opportunity to wake up to something that i didn't know about myself right and i did and it was hilarious (laughs) now it's not always hilarious sometimes it's downright scathing i'm sure you guys can have moments of this in your own memory right downright scathing but this in this case it was hilarious for me and I think it was hilarious because I, um, I was saying yes to it. I was like shocked by it, but then I was also like, yeah, maybe that's really a thing, you know. And then the universe unfolded it so beautifully in front of me. and then I realized, oh yeah, that's definitely a thing. Check now I now, on some other level, I know. And now I can understand that when I do that, I'm being, I'm being really, you know, exacting on things that aren't, it's not necessarily the truth. So, so these, these discoveries that we make within ourselves, that healing that we do within ourselves, we're serving each other. Now, so it's, so it's not an egocentric me, 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 me. It's just that you need to truly have the desire to heal thyself and then have your, all your multidimensional awarenesses happening while you're self-reflecting or examining and then you're going to get to new discoveries of who you are at another level that you didn't know before. This is really how humanity serves each other. We all serve each other this way and this is where relationships are the golden factor when it comes to waking up to who we are. This is why we need people. We need honest people in our lives because they help us see our darkness and our light and they you know, show us that we're lovable no matter what. We're lovable no matter what. No matter how blind we might be to ourselves, no matter how in a control moment we might be, we're lovable. And as we continue to uh, hold each other in those spaces, we awake out of another level of ourselves trapped in the matrix, which is not feeling lovable, not feeling worthy, not feeling deserving, not feeling important, okay? And the fact is our very existence here in a bio suit, having thoughts and feelings is absolutely important. It's important to everybody. Now, we may not know each other personally, but your existence here and the space you hold inside of yourself is impactful. It impacts everybody. And, you know, you don't need to be out there in the world, like really putting yourself out there in order to have an impact. You just really need to have that commitment of healing thyself, busting your, freeing yourself, liberating yourself. And in that you're supporting others in their liberation process, which is gold, right? Okay. Now I went a couple different directions in there, so I'm trying to weave them all together. You know how I do, I weave it all together into one big picture. Okay. Oh yeah, guys. Definitely let me know if the if the Wi-Fi is okay. Um, it looks like I have all my bars. So so if it's bad, uh, please let me know and I'll, I'll I can nudge over to to another location. There's ladies sewing in the next room, so I didn't want to disturb them. All right. Um, and for for those of you guys who wanted to check out that video with the narrative of the splitting of the worlds, if you scroll up in the comments, I, I posted the YouTube link there. So because um, I am going to talk about the splitting of the worlds in a minute. All right. Hello, dear Jackie from Ohio. Love you. Love you. All right. Um, hi, hey, Sherry. Good to see you. All right. Sherry from Oregon. Hello. Hello. Young trick named Jim. So good to see you. I have to be selfish first. Otherwise, I have nothing to offer anyone. Yeah. Right. Yes. See, and that and that's an example of the distortion we're given. We're, we're given that if you're really, you know, we're giving these examples of saints and stuff like this um, that are not they're not realistic. They're not the truth, you know. And, uh, and it's like you have to put everybody else above yourself in order to be, um, you know, a person of service or this or that. You know, that's true. I mean, we have to our own cup needs to be full so we can fill other people's cups yeah so we can have a capacity to be of assistance or else we burn out we burn ourselves out which you know I myself have have been in the danger of doing you know because I just get wrapped up in the do in the you know doing this and doing this and I forget sometimes I'll forget to eat sometimes or I won't be drinking enough water or you know what I mean or I'll skip out on some important exercise for me to do or you know stuff like this and and Oh, well, no, I'm I'm not going to say that. It'll be a whole other tangent. I want to finish reading these comments. All right, dear sister Joanne says, yep, I really see the way forward and and personal freedom comes through self-awareness and self-healing. These these past few years have been really proved that to me. So thank you. Yeah, thank you, darling. Thank you, thank you. We can only remain healthy by giving from overflowing, not beyond our limits until we are drained empty. Yes, thank you for the backup on that. Dear Soul Schooling says, okay, I'm coming out. Of a lifetime of being selfless in the sense of processing everything for everyone because I could but feeling stuck processing things that pertain to me aha okay okay yeah we'll see you when you come back hello dear sister Beverly oh it's interesting that you're here I was just thinking about you a couple days ago I hope you're well darling um so Yes, yeah, so, so let's get back to that. All right, that piece about processing for everybody else. This is this is a thing, because empaths, because empaths and intuitives and sensitives, you know, we have capacities and we're aware of things in such a way where we can't not address them, we can't not um, uh, deal with it, you know. And a lot of times, our own personal safety and sense of well-being depends on these energies being worked out. And if we're around. If we're in a family or we're around other people who are just absent to those energies or absent to the emotional space, we're the only, we're the one left holding the plate, you know, and we're the only ones holding the plate and no one's going to process all the stuff on that plate, but us. And and here's the thing, a lot of the stuff is for other people to process, not us. You see what I mean? And so and because of that, we only can get so far and, and we end up draining. We end up um, not having the resources for ourselves because we just spent our energy processing all this stuff on the plate. And this actually cultivates relationships to be out of balance. You know, even personal relationships, intimate relationships, because if we're with people who aren't processing their personal stuff because they don't have to because we're doing it, they're never going to step up to that responsibility. You, you, You see what I mean? So this is that truthful thing again. You know, we really... Need to um, recognize that relationships aren't meant to be caretaking each other, like as in, you know, continuing the disempowerment programs for each other. It's about showing up and being honest with each other, saying, Hey, you know, I can tell this really bothers you because, you know, all this energy, all this emotional energy is in the air. You need to deal with it. And maybe dealing with it is first acknowledging it and then maybe talking about it, you know, and then you can put your energy into that kind of space where they can have the feelings, they can have that energy, talk and touch it, talk about it and come to a different place with it, right, in some way. So we don't know who we are. This is the most important thing. We don't know who we are, period. We are infinite beings that have had every experience imaginable. We're infinite and have have had every experience imaginable. Do you feel that way when you get up out of the morning and look in the mirror? Chances are not, okay? That's because we're very, very invested. We're trained to be this way from, from moment of conception in the womb space. We're very, very invested in who we think we are. We're, and we're trained that way, right? It's no one's fault. So when we cultivate relationships, we cultivate relationships that validate these pieces of who we think we are, right? So we've even been trained to invest ourselves in toxic relationships, to be in toxic relationship. I'm not saying that all people are toxic, you know, other people are toxic necessarily. Some are, but a lot of times it's not the person themselves. It's the way we choose to relate to that person that becomes toxic because we're not taught what a healthy, what a healthy autonomous relationship looks like. But this is how we learn who we are is through relationship and connection with others. This is why so many of us struggle between needing alone time and then feeling too disconnected, and then connecting and then needing alone time. Okay, <laughs> this is why. This is, in my opinion, and outside looking in, and also inside looking in. You know, this is why I, I feel like this is this is such a dichotomy in many of our lives because we need connection in order to have the growth that we're here to have, but also we uh, uh, haven't learned or figured out how to be in healthy connection with others. So we do it in moderation, right? Well, I have, a, I have a secret to this. I'm learning it, and this is where I've gotten. You know how there's certain people that you feel like you just can't be yourself with? Okay. Who's choosing not to be themselves? Who's choosing that? Is it the infinite radiant being inside of you that's choosing that? Or is it an aspect of an ego driver that's choosing that? Micromanaging maybe even who you are in that relationship. So that relationship can be acceptable or smooth or you can stay accepted or you can not feel the pain of alienation or so you don't trigger that person or so you see what I mean how many relationships do you have where you walk on eggshells or you edit yourself a lot okay those are the relationships that you're not in healthy relationship with those are the people you're not in healthy relationship with and I'm not laying blame anywhere in there it's just what it is is that you're not free you're you're not, uh, you're you're in a relationship where you're where you can't be your authentic self for one reason or another. Maybe it's because you can't allow yourself to be that 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 honest and vulnerable. Maybe that person you know won't want to talk to you anymore once they find out that you know you believe in aliens and talk to <laughs> talk to beings that are invisible and stuff like that, right? But uh, but but really, if we stay authentic, when we stay true to who we really are all the time, no matter who we're with, we won't need so much disconnection time, okay? The reason why the, you know, we need a lot of, a lot of, um, now for me, I need a lot of alone time and silence, but it's more about the silence than the alone time. If I can be with someone and in silence, which actually my, my, um, my partner, my husband, is one of those people I can do that with, you know, that, that, that's really helpful. But, um, so for me, it's more about my reality management relies on a lot of silence. My nervous system needs silence. My, my, um, you know, my system in general needs silence. So, so there is a little bit of a balancing act with all that. But when we're, we are completely authentic to who we are, truthful to who we are, no matter who we're with, then these relationships don't tax us in the same way. Okay. We won't need as many breaks. It won't be as draining. Which draining is keeping up a facade, keeping up uh, a certain bandwidth of interaction. Okay, and that takes a lot of energy. And there's a point in time where you get tired, and you don't want to, and you're not able to hold up that facade anymore. And maybe that other person is also doing it for you. Maybe that other person isn't as hostile to those ideas as you think they would be, <laughs> as you imagine they might be. You know, you don't know until you. Or say something with total honesty, then you'll find out. Okay. This is how we discover who we are in relationship. This is why relationships are so important to humans in their personal growth. You need a clear reflection because when we are just eyes closed looking inward, there's only so much bandwidth we can see, there's only so many things that are in our, um, that we're available of touching. There's so much more of us, so much vastness of who we are that's in the unknown that we can't discover until we're with another in in relationship with another. Okay. That is how we discover who we are beyond what we think we know. You see what I mean? All right. Young trick named Jim. Welcome, welcome. He says, "Um, right on, Jackie. I was in the same Same boat most of my life. All right, let's talk about processing energies of other people's. Um, 18 months, I have started um, being more selfish, taking care of myself before others. Yes, 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 very good. The authentic and healthy connection in Life Body Academy are so important, valuable, and appreciated. Yes, thank you. Thank you for putting your finger on that, Joanne. Hey, Destiny. Welcome. So, what Joanne's talking about is that you know this authenticity piece is part of the vision of what we do in Light Body. We're creating a community of people who are committed—I mean, committed—to not just their their personal growth, but being um, an honest reflection to each other. You know, people are really committed to the truth, and and that is um, an amazing acceleration to bonding with people. I mean, I'm talking about soul bonds, heart, heart bonds. Like, you know, you, you instantly feel super comfortable with a group of people you, you barely know outside of the Zoom time, right? And that's because that honesty piece is there, that truthful piece is there. Everybody's there to wake up to their blind spots. Everybody is there for a similar reason. And everybody knows that through their honesty and how they communicate with authenticity with each other, that's such that's a high value in our community that, you know, we are facilitating each other with our authenticity. We're facilitating ourselves and the others in our community and that that's what we really appreciate. It's not about, you know, um, what you know, what you think you know, it's not about how great of a tracker you are, it's not about, you know, it's not about any of those things. It's that authenticity piece is the golden jewel in there. How many people feel completely comfortable being seen in their power? Being seen and who they are as a multi-dimensional being. How many people? Most people that I've met, when they're in their multi-dimensional aspects, it's in very limited, um, very limited um, uh, stages, and it's it's usually in a cultivated space dedicated just for that. And as soon as they're not in that space anymore, and they go into their regular lives, it's like now that level of integrity and impeccability isn't there anymore because they have to interact with sleeping humans but imagine what your life would be if you didn't do that if you held that level of impeccability of space throughout every moment of your every day you know you would be attracting very very um fruitful rewarding relationships okay okay now let me talk about uh Okay, okay. So let me talk about this whole retrograde thing. Because <laughs> I've been thinking about this, and I've been struggling with um, with uh, technical issues since this retrograde began. And I'm not saying this to complain about retrograde at all. I'm, I'm saying this so we can appreciate the value of this part of the cycles. Because this cycles, this happens every year, okay? There's um, uh, multiple retrogrades through the year, and this this and they happen at the same time. And a lot of people complain about them and all this stuff, but those are all just, dis- in my view, I'm seeing this as all disempowerment programs in the sense that, you know, um, these retrogrades are opportunities. And if things are going awry, like a lot awry, and they're, and they're ma- massively disruptive or they're actually stopping you from doing something, right? It's showing you something that's out of integrity, it's showing you something that's not in right relationship to the natural cycles. The natural cycles of Earth, the natural cycles of the seasons, of, of uh, the moon cycles, the um, the heliocentric cycles. You see what I mean? It's it's a, it's a highlight to things that that are important for us to be reflecting upon. Okay, and when things are going awry, it's pushing on things that are not in in right relationship, right? So. Every time it goes into retrograde, they're in different flavors of energy, like different signs, different houses, that kind of thing. And that's all the houses are very in, unique and individual to you. And the signs are the collective, you know. So our particular retrograde <clears throat> is, um, for me, is impacting a lot in our electronics and our, um, our systems that we have at Body and what it's highlighting and what i this is what i noticed what it's highlighting what is really um, wreaking havoc on are the parts of our system that are not integrity for example um there is ah, I'm a sorry hi i'm sorry this is the only place i had to do okay, this well, i didn't know this is the actually up limit for the guest tell me uh, uh, can i have just a couple can i have oh. this 20 more minutes please okay hold on sorry I'm not supposed to be here Are we back? Hello? Are we back? Please let me know if we're back. Um, evidently, I'm not allowed to be in here. <laughs> See, talk about things, that, you know, things that are, I didn't ask anybody if I could be here. I just came in here. Guys, let me know if we're back. Let me know if the sound is back. Um, okay. I think she might let me be here. Where was I at? Yes, you're back. Thank you, Sherry. Isn't that hilarious? I'm talking about things with, uh, yeah. So what it is, is that, you know, uh, with these things that th- there's energies that need to be expressed and if we're not in right relationship, allowing them to express, then things, uh, break down. Okay. And this is a great example. You know, I just used this cl- closet, not it, well, there wasn't a sign, no trespassing, but I just used this closet without asking anybody. Right. And so of course a uh, property manager comes in and says, you're not supposed to be here, <laughs> you know? So, um, I think she's going to let me stay here for a few more minutes. So and so I can finish the chat with you guys, which is great. So so, you know, these breakdowns and these retrogrades are breaking energies down where there's where there's naturally a flow and the flow is not being allowed to happen. Okay, so um, with the example I was giving that I was given was that, you know, um, there was something going on with some of our processes at the academy that, I you know, I was just kind of like I was giving notice that that um, we were using too much um, disk space. But I was getting notices like that for a long time and I was I was kind of ignoring them and I would give. I would give a recommendation that things would get, you know, things get deleted once they're backed up, but then people weren't comfortable with deleting things. And then eventually we end up being like 3000% over our um, allowed storage space. Right. (laughs) So as soon as the retrograde kicks in, I I get the notice is okay. You're not going to be allowed to record to this account anymore until you clean up the space. Right. So, so there's that kind of example. And then uh, with the internet, it's like, the, the um, it hits on parts of us that want to have control or me parts of me that, that feel like I need to have control of certain things. And, um, and it's more about for, you know, the lessons for me is more about, you know, being um, improvising and um, being um, in the flow and you you know what I mean, allowing flow to be so and all this stuff. And, um, and actually when I sat down and did this, I had a vision of someone opening this door and I ignored it. And here we are, someone's opening the door. You see what I mean? So it's showing us parts where we're not, where we're not in, um, we're not in, um, right relationship with certain things, with certain data sets, with certain realities, all this stuff. So if a lot of things are breaking down in your world because of this retrograde, start looking at it differently rather than, oh, this is retrograde. This is what happens. Start asking yourself, where am I not allowing the flow? Where am I not being flexible? Where am I, you know, insisting that it it stays this way? Or where, you know, you see what I mean? Where are you rigid? That kind of thing. Our natural state as infinite beings in a bio suit is like a running river. It's a flow. That's our natural state. (sighs) Right? Just to give you a little measure on where you're at. (laughs) How naturally do you flow with things? Or not flow with things? I have um, a dear friend that um, is a super analyzer. I mean, they think everything backwards and forwards and forwards and backwards and left to right. And they, they think of every possible scenario and they prepare. That's they call it preparedness. Right. But when things go Go uh, when plan A doesn't work and plan B doesn't work and plan C doesn't work, by the time they start getting to plan D and E, they're very frustrated. and they're frustrated with themselves because they didn't see, you know you know what I mean, they didn't see this coming. But really, the unknown is where it's at. The unknown is where we discover ourselves. The unknown is where we find out the the juicy gold in our lives. The the you know this is where we realize who we really are is in those unknown spaces, so relationships facilitate that and that's amazing. But also you know the the um, the trust we need to follow our intuitive guidance that is also a, a piece of that too. Okay, so like I saw someone opening the door when I sat here to do this, but I ignored it. So boom, there it is. Happens. Um, I'm very lucky that she's being being gracious to let me sit here a little bit longer, right? Uh, so that may not be the case if the next time I get an intuitive flash and I don't look at it, you see what I mean? So, uh, let's see, let let me, guys, please let me know if I'm making sense with this. (laughs) I mean, I'd be gladly outside to do these recordings. It's just the wind. Like I said, it wasn't, it wasn't very good. Um, Healing thyself translate to healing others. Do, 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 do. I wrote down a couple pieces just to make sure that I hit them. Oh, yeah, the splitting of earth narrative. Yeah, let's go into that one. How much time do we have left? Okay, cool. How many of you, and please put in the comments, there is no right or wrong. Thank you, everybody, for telling me. Yep, I think there's a little delay in the in the feedback here. How many of you resonate with the narrative? that during this time of transmi- transition that the earth is going to split into two timelines, a timeline, one timeline is, uh, you know, going, going down, you know, uh, going down to further fallen consciousness and deeper down the, the control and domination um, drama. And the other timeline is what we're calling the new earth. And that only has the people who are a frequency match for that new earth who here resonates with that timeline. Um and I'm not saying this to, to be contrary. I'm just um, I'm just curious how many people who are attracted to this kind of talk would um, that, that resonate with that. And I can see why some people would resonate with that. And actually, I can own that for quite some time, I contributed into that timeline because I would say prayers like may only the people that truly honor the earth, who, who are true caretakers of the earth, um, you know, make it in, through the transition. Only they will inherit inherit the earth. Only they will be here. You know, I used to say stuff like that. Now I had no idea. I was actually stopped in my tracks by the Pachamama. And and she's like, no, 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 no. That's not how this is. You know, everybody deserves the opportunity to wake up. Everybody deserves the opportunity to choose. And she actually told me that, you know, it's my obligation to make sure they have the opportunity to choose, opportunity to wake up. So in, in a way, that was her defining our relationship and how I serve, Right. Uh, dear Joanne says yes intuitive flashes unacknowledged always speaks loudly if we are willing to listen to the feedback loop okay Um, yeah those intuitive flashes yeah that's true Uh, so I think the reason why this narrative is so popular is because this is the only way that the um, the power over dynamics can continue is if we collude and give permission for that to happen. That's how powerful we are. We are the ones that actually navigate the sun through the stars. We are the ones who are navigating our heliosphere through the cosmos. Do you guys ever hear of something called superclusters? Okay, superclusters are massive collections of galaxies that have no gravitational or magnetic relationship to each other. Yet travel together in a cluster, in form, through space, through the cosmos. And you might, and astronomers wonder, how is that possible? What's the force that's tying them together? What's the force that that drives the structure of how they how they collect, how they cluster, and travel through the cosmos? And. What I am uh, proposing here is that it's their consciousness. Their consciousness is choosing to be in a dance with these other galactic realities. And they are together in resonance of consciousness. And that's what's up with the superclusters. It's the same thing, but in a smaller scale, when you're talking about our consciousness within this heliosphere, our consciousness on this planet. We are multidimensional beings. We are powerful, I mean, powerful beyond imagination, okay? We create realities. We destroy realities. We recreate realities. We can bring in entirely different universes and start manifesting them here in this realm. This is how you can have one person sourcing from one universe, existing in one universe, and another person standing right next to them being informed and existing in another universe, you see what I mean? So so we are profoundly profoundly powerful. We just need to work at, you know, heal thyself so we can get unplug ourselves from this matrix of reversal and inversion. The inversion is telling us that it's only we're only one and we're not worth anything or we're only worth what we what what come you know, we're only worth what can be commodi- commodified, right? That's not and that's none of that's true. And that is why so many um, intentional communities don't work out. And that's because they they still have not collectively stepped out of the idea of a property and the life on the property being a commodity of some sort, which means someone needs to be financially responsible. Someone needs to manage it. someone need, You know what I mean? There needs to be structure. And all the structures that we have are built on, on domination and control. Now, how do we have the, a community on a piece of land with no one controlling anything? Nobody in charge, right? Now, say you had several million dollars and bought, I don't know, 20,000 acres of land and just gave it for humanity to do with it as they will. Do you think you can let total control go? (laughs) Yeah, it's because we haven't imagined a way yet. We haven't imagined a thought form, a relationship on how that can work yet. So the splitting of realities is a seed thought that that hits the distortions from the matrix that we think are still true in the here and now and tricks us, it creates a relationship where we are colluding with that agenda. If we hold deep in our space that we are all in this together, me, you, the greater of humanity, the rest of all the critters, all the life forms on this planet, the trees, the ants, the birds, the mountains, the oceans, um, and the Pachamama herself, we're all in this together in unification. Then we're poised to imagine that next step forward where we move forward as a whole versus some breaking off and others breaking off in another direction. Now, just because there's multiple timelines unfolding at once doesn't mean that that's a planet separating narrative. What, it, what it's showing us, it's showing us who are awake the nature of timelines and how easy it is to destroy them and create them. The kinds of me- timeline mechanics. You know, for the, us seeing this, that it's, it's teaching us, it's showing us how we are creating and, and collapsing timelines, how you're doing that, how I'm doing that, how we as a collective do that, right? And the kinds of things that are necessary, kind of components that plug in together to create the timeline that we truly want in our heart. So the appearance of these timelines doesn't necessarily mean that this, this reality has to split in two. It just means that we have different groups manifesting different timelines. And if one group keeps alienating the other group, we will quite literally manifest that that um, that split. But know that that split is not something that had to be and we're just victims of it or have to endure it. It's there because we created it. We did what was necessary for it to come to pass. And I think this is... Um, the the next lesson that a lot of folks are still um, working through is this idea that we are the keepers. We are the gardeners of the 3D field. We humans are the gardeners of the 3D field, the keepers in the old language. As in, we are the ones that are custodians of the beauty, the mayhem, the suffering, the hell, the heaven. Everything that happens in this 3D world, we are the gardeners of. We cultivate it. We do what's necessary to bring it forward. And that is the true essence behind the the original green movement. Now, the green movement has been hijacked into this whole other twisted system. But the true essence behind that green movement is humanity taking responsibility for this planet and the life on this planet and being custodians, being caretakers, taking care of the reality. So we have something beautiful and uh, magnificent to hand down to future generations. So we are handing, we're leaving a legacy of beauty to their future generations. And, you know, we're figuring, we're figuring this out in the moment as we go. There's no map. I know we, sometimes we wish we had a map or at least a checklist, right? But there isn't one. We have to invent it from inside of ourselves. We're quite literally inventing these ways. Okay, I think I'm going to get kicked out of here. Hold on one second. Four more minutes and I'm totally done. All right. So she's a very nice lady. She's letting me stay here for four more minutes. Um, Now I know I definitely need to ask before I use closeted spaces (laughs) to get out of the wind. Okay. So, uh, so these pieces, you know, you guys, I hope this is landing in a way where you're in an empowered way so we can find those correct relationships because um, the more we uh, are experiencing the, um, these, these intensities as something being done to us, you know, the, the you know, that's going to reinforce those false matricy um, narratives and feelings, you know, when we're a radiant creator being, that means we need to allow ourselves that kind of relationship to these things that are happening. It's not, you're, you're not a, a sovereign multidimensional creator being just because you say that, you see what I mean? It's not just because you say that. It's because you hold that space within yourself in relationship to everything else. That's what makes you that multidimensional creator being with sovereignty. That's what does it. It's how you hold the space inside of yourself in relationship to all these things. All right. All right wonder if I missed any of those, missed any of those pieces. So yeah, you guys check out that video that I posted. Um, let us, let us know what you think. Um, you can talk to us on Telegram or on the Rise of the Multidimensional Human Group. Um, uh, for those of you who are new, um, we also have, of course, our YouTube channel, Light Body Academy, and these chats happen every Thursday where we talk about these topics and issues that are significant for us, Star starseeds, wayshores, and all this stuff. And um, I do Whatever I can do for liberated perspective. Sometimes I chime in in conversations that are happening within the social media, and sometimes I'm just um, chiming in with um, things that are asked directly to me, or or um, or other times it's just things that are really on my mind and I want to talk with you guys about. So so the, I uh, resource many different directions on the kinds of things that we talk about during these chats. But do know the main attention. Um, intention of these chats is to share in perspective, which means your perspective is as important as my perspective. And as we allow all these perspectives to come together, none of us are arrested or held hostage or trapped in any one perspective. We can let go of these different ways of seeing things and let them all be so. And when we do that, we are freeing ourselves from that four D, that 4D polarity grid. Okay, so these chats are meant to be liberating. Sometimes I talk about dark stuff that's pretty painful. And yes, that's true. And, and if there's fear that gets stirred up, you know, uh, you know, you can, my, my hope is that you're able to find that relationship and turn that fear into something that brings you into deeper growth. Because really, the most amazing growth and discovery does not happen in those places where we're comfortable. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the growth and discovery happens when we are uncomfortable. Until we get until we get comfortable with the unknown. Until we get comfortable with the unknown, it's going to continue to be that way. And as soon as we are more graceful and comfortable with the unknown, or even are exhilarated by the fact that we're in the unknown, that's when it all becomes... A party and, and very fun and exciting and exhilarating. And it's something that, um, that we, you know, don't pull away from. So, uh, so I'll leave you guys with that thought today. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. It's so lovely to talk with you guys in this level. Um, do know that our empowered um, empath uh, 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 program, LifeBody 101 is um, still taking um, enrollment. So you can check that out at lifebodyacademy.com. And that is the uh, Body 101 core curriculum. And then uh, let's see, after that, I guess that's it. Hope you guys uh, have a wonderful rest of your day. Mwah! And I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.